Welcome, welcome, everyone. Hey there. And welcome back to kind of, I guess, a new episode of Back Row Lessons. Yeah, but it's it, definitely an episode. It's definitely an episode. It's definitely new. Uh, just <laughs> like we had said at the end of season one's, I guess, season finale, uh, we didn't want to end 2021 without giving you an episode. Yeah. yeah jazz hands. Old-fashioned procrastination. Uh, woo! I guess this is the opposite because I got myself kicked myself in the ass and got this done yeah um, but we didn't want to leave you with a few months of no no episodes we've done it a few times so this is serving kind of as a bridge episode from what we talked about in season one and it's gonna come in handy when we talk about season two and the american revolution shit like that mm-hmm. uh, so these are like um kind of bonus episodes before we start season two yeah i think of this is like a prequel episode there's 300 and then there's probably 299 this is 299 <laughs> uh this is what nice we're, this is what we're setting up for uh but it'll be a lot of fun again you know what we always say can't make this shit up mm-hmm. yada yada <laughs> um so we can just kind of hop in have a fun time here uh the season two should be coming for you january time we just wanted to get a little preparation get us all good have a good time that more than just uh screaming at what are we talking about here uh <laughs> have a little bit more thought out of a plan but we're gonna have some fun here i've been sitting on these notes for a little while here Ooh. so without i guess further ado let's talk about it let's have some fun mm-hmm. um now, how we came to talk about this story here, our, I guess, gentleman we're going to be following for the main part, he's kind of uh, the main character of the episode today, gentleman by the name of... Christian Bale. I wish. I've seen you've been posting a lot of quotes from him on Instagram lately. Yeah, I'm going to do like a different celebrity every week. I was doing just quotes every day, and yeah. now I'm going to stick to it because it's kind of easier for me. I like, I, I've been enjoying the quotes, uh, mm-hmm. and then I saw the Christian Bale thing. <laughs> I'll be honest, the first thing I thought was like, Has, have you been watching a lot of the Dark Knight movies lately? I should, no, but <laughs> what was before? I already forgot who I did before. I Tim or no John Henson? No, I don't no. Know. <laughs> but anyway, follow me on the real Roland Nolan. You can see a bunch of <laughs> random quotes, and that's good, pretty much good it. stuff and trees. Good, mm-hmm. good pictures of <laughs> trees. But the gentleman of the night is Francis Drake, uh, a person that was uh, he Batman ever in his life? Close. Um, he comes in the night and beats people up, but oh. I don't think he's wearing a bat costume. <laughs> is he saving anyone or? beating someone else saving himself from not having money i guess you could say but uh he is uh, a worldwide explorer and we're going to be following his worldwide expedition how these notes came about and really what the fuck happened in season one was the initial plan was we're going to do the settling of australia then i realized whoa that's way too much than (laughs) than we could do in 12 episodes i know like props for you it's just kind of like figuring out season one just, just kind of going with it but now for everybody we yeah. season two is way more we, put we, together we, we sifted the sand on this one yeah um what had happened was i was like oh you know australia is great it's an interesting place let's talk about the settling of the english there but then i realized oh we should start with the first english person to go around the world mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be francis drake here uh but then i was like oh we should talk about who sent him and then we got into the two doors and we spent 10 episodes talking about so you want like a giant sidetrack literally the entire first season was and i was with you on that pretty much yeah okay, so basically welcome for, to my hellhole yeah <laughs> for the podcast we got our toes in the water and now we're ready to swim now yeah now we but, we can't have any more tangents because if we yeah. get in any more tangents nothing ever is going to well, be done actually season two we'll be swimming and then 
another tangent that I'm doing right now. But for now, we're just going to get in the pool, just kind of like comfortably get our legs wet. And once our package is wet, we'll be like, fuck it. That's the most important thing. Just what? go for a dive. Yeah. When you're you're at the shore, you're like, oh, this is nice. And then one wave comes in and it hits your ball here. And you're like, oh, no, thank you. Yeah. I'm going to go hang out on the shore. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to the boardwalk here. Uh, but Francis Drake kind of served as the start here. Um, he is a crazy did person. We, we didn't. Did we talk about him last season? No, but everything that is kind of leading up to him he's born into this kind of stew of shit that's happening okay. since uh is he like alive during anybody we knew or yeah talking about last season uh, one yeah so his early days we're gonna kind of skip because it's just kind of so much shit it's just very complicated it's uh it was his early days did he, he like leave his hometown become like a stripper and then became like a hollywood actor exactly that he he was part of the hell's <laughs> angels and uh he he rode alongside them for a little while there it nice. was an interesting time uh no he so created he created the motorcycle <laughs> exactly <laughs> if you if you watch sons of anarchy he's actually a few of the characters are based yeah. on francis drake uh, there's a religion after him <laughs> <laughs> so uh he was born they again don't know his exact birth date but i saw it described as a time when these certain laws were enacted so <laughs> i guess that's a, a a select time but it's at least the 1530s to the early 1540s okay. so when henry is kind of in his penultimate he's uh dying or whatever he's about to start okay. he's uh on the ascent he's like through a few of the wise but he hasn't gotten to all six of them yet <laughs> uh he's through a few of them but uh when francis drake really steps out and really starts to change everything and starts this worldwide expedition is during elizabeth's reign okay so Francis, or not Francis, I'm sorry, Henry's daughter, when she becomes in power, we skipped two of his kids' reign because one of them is uh, the son. He just pretty much dies really quickly. Uh, and then the second daughter is Bloody Mary. and Like the, the like where Bloody Mary comes from? I believe so. So okay. that is way too much for one episode. Okay. <laughs> so we're just going to skip that. Quick question. Um, yes. How would you, I know you don't want to give too much away, how would you like summarize nathan drake as wait not nathan is it nathan drake what's his name i already I, forgot francis drake that's it so i think nathan drake is, is that, the name so, it's so funny francis is that from a video game yes oh <laughs> the uncharted series yeah is i just about, saw that on instagram yesterday okay yeah. that's probably why yeah there's a anyway <laughs> yeah, um, yeah let's tag this to the i think they're like re-releasing one of those games so we'll just tag this along how would it. you summarize um francis drake like, asshole actually <laughs> oh you're gonna find out oh no uh, okay i mean yeah I'm not let me surprised. phrase it like this un uh unrelenting i think that's a good way <laughs> to describe it so his circumnavigation which means he just goes around the world. Okay. But at the time, they didn't know it was going to be a circumnavigation. He's, <laughs> he's reading a history book. He's like, wait a second. I didn't know this. Yeah, I don't know if this is a dumb question or not, but do they know America's real at this point? Uh, Yes. This is So he leaves in 1577. Yeah. At this time, they know about the continents, but they don't know how big and how you know oh, defined they are because that was um columbus right or a yeah. few other people yeah. around his time Th yep when that was that that was uh 1492 so this is less than 100 years oh, after okay it. so it's pretty new still they just really know the uh kind of atlantic coast pretty okay. well uh they're starting to get more details in they're starting to venture a little bit more into the 
kind of land, but it's not nearly as much. We'll talk about oh, it. Oh, so a being like being an explorer is like on the rise as an actual like job. And yeah, all that. we we. Okay. I, I mean, it's probably always been a thing, but yeah, anyway. th- this is so he kind of goes out. Uh, it starts in December, actually. Oh wow, I didn't intend to do this, but uh, today? Uh, pretty much it's uh, the range of when they said that they left pretty much was december 13th to the 16th 1577 okay so, so yeah like this last week in a way li- literally today could be an anniversary yeah. of this <laughs> woo, yeah we did that on purpose uh woo, um, lost at sea. yeah woo, yeah uh queen elizabeth the queen obviously mm-hmm. uh secretly commissioned drake by investing 1,000 crowns, which is a currency and not just physical, like here's one crown, here's two crowns, here's three. Or a bunch of like metal teeth or whatever. <laughs> Jeez, that'd that, be a that weird would, Yeah, what am I going to do with these? Uh, into his venture. Um, and kind of what you were saying, the business side of this, it's a little bit of a long quote, but it's good. Uh, these joint venture companies that they were investing in okay pa- partnerships uh were a common method of organizing and financing commercial voyages uh military expeditions and colonizing so it's a good way of putting money together and going to colonize something is pretty much just getting money together and investing in as we find out in uh later episodes in season two yeah it's very much a lucrative business there mm. uh but they give him two primary objectives uh first to set off an expedition against the Spanish colonies for the looting of Spanish ships. Spanish ships. Yes, Spanish. Oh, don't worry. That's coming in later. Uh, Spanish ships and ports on the American Pacific coast. Uh, So pretty much Drake just became a privateer. So a uh, pirate on behalf of the English Empire right there. Uh, also, so wait, he's like he's a pirate funded by the king, by the queen. Yep. Yeah, so, that's what so, I meant. Sorry, so we're, we're all... my bad. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, you could just say English crown. Yeah. So we're only a couple minutes in, and we already have a royally uh, endorsed pirate on our hands here. <laughs> he was also intended to explore areas that they could have future English settlements, and this was kind of one of the first of the English going sending someone out to find places to settle mm-hmm. uh for future colonies here nice uh crewmates on this fleet here we got a few uh we got diego uh no last name just diego he's a freed simar uh Cimarron man so uh kind of an ethnic guy right there Wait, he's a free like he was a slave yep uh and i think smar is so some... in a way he's doing pretty well for himself if he's or he just got very lucky. Yeah. <laughs> it's one or the other. Uh, yeah, these people were from Panama. Uh, so a freed con- mm-hmm. uh, slave came back here, uh, brought back across the ocean uh, from Panama by Drake in 1572. Uh, he's a capable shipbuilder and has fluency in Spanish and English. And this would be a very useful skill as an interpreter. Uh, when and he's sp- the free slave that yeah. can build a ship? Yeah, he's uh, like someone that drake brought back and is close with and he's kind of helping him out there uh also what was his name again uh diego 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 go diego go um (laughs) also at various times i will be referring to francis drake as frank because that's just easier (laughs) um and i think that's a little trashier of a name right there and he he deserves it there so it's a who's the dad from um, Shameless is a Frank. What's his last name? Oh fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> all <laughs> I remember are both like asshole people or whatever. <laughs> all I remember is when we lived together and you watched that show. I w- took a shower 
And when I was walking in, one guy said, I'm never going to touch meth again. And when I left the shower five minutes later, he was surviving a meth lab explosion. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this show? Damn, <laughs> so, I don't even remember that episode. I because there's so much shit ago. that happens yeah. on that show that's dumb. <laughs> that show, I liked it. I love I it. Know. But it should have ended at some, it should have ended sooner. It should have ended after one episode. Uh, hey. <laughs> Our our new goal of the of the series is to produce more episodes than Shameless. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's gonna go. be a lot. That yeah, we oh god, why do you think we take so many tangents? No. <laughs> so uh, Francis's brother Thomas Drake is aboard, and also his cousin Drake. He's like none of us <laughs> can have a different last name. Okay, All so of, Frank, brother Tom. Okay, cousin John. Let's get the names. Um, Frank. I mean, that's Francis Drake. We'll just be referring. We'll just know him as francis throughout the time oh, what about his brother Bro- brother francis and then cousin francis what about well, that there, <laughs> i mean there's tommy d we could call him tommy d because his name is thomas drake is that the brother yeah thomas okay. drake tommy, <laughs> tommy d. d okay and then johnny d <laughs> i'm trying my best to remember that but we'll do it uh <laughs> also on board were carpenters you know nice good, good idea oh shit there's a hole in the in the <laughs> side of the boat uh a blacksmith uh, a botanist, so some plants. That's yeah. actually pretty. Yeah, is this, will this kill me? It's like, well, yeah. I don't know. Have you been a dick lately? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, just leave it out in the sun a little bit longer. Yeah. Let's see what happens there. Uh, also, also on board were several musicians to entertain the captain and crew. Nice. No, you keep playing. I don't care that the storm is coming. You keep playing there. Uh, what else? Oh, <laughs> the musicians are gonna be like, one day yeah. we're not gonna be the groupies. <laughs> Who keeps playing the Jaws themes? <laughs> I hear that motherfucker. Uh, also on board is a priest, uh, a Church of England priest, Francis Fletcher, and like accompanying religious officials there. Okay. Uh, they're like, you know, the queen is sending you. She's got to send some religious things here. Uh, also on board is a gentleman by the name uh, of Thomas Doherty, or Doherty, Doherty, D-O-U-G-H-T-Y, Doherty. Mm. I don't know. Uh, he is described as a gentleman adventurer slash investor. So what that means is just a really, really wealthy guy who paid for the journey here oh. and then got to come along board. He doesn't have any military or navigation skills. He's just a rich guy who yeah, paid that's for. Fair. Yeah. Uh, so he's an investor. He's got his num. His he got his money from being a lawyer and a nobleman. You know, nice. just, just having connections here. Mm-hmm. And he's also potentially. A warlock. A warlock? A warlock. Like a wizard? Yes. So him and like the priest probably got some beef. Yes. So, well, kind of. Not necessarily I the priest. I can just see him. It's, it's like, oh, you think your prayers will save you? Whoa. <laughs> Play- Lightning bolt. Yeah. <laughs> Play my evil menacing music musicians. <laughs> Doherty uh, had befriended Drake uh, while Drake was up in Ireland. We'll talk more about Ireland in the first Ireland in episode one of the season here. Okay. Uh, Drake led Doherty to believe that this voyage that they were going on was actually to Alexandria in Egypt. So we're going to be going to Egypt here. Nice. When in reality, the whole adventure here is going to the Spanish new world. So he, so yeah, they lead them to the Spanish new world. Uh, so he's, just completely lied to. He, okay. he said he's we're going to Alexandria, but we're actually going to uh, the west instead of the east. Uh, Drake soon assumed the role of commander of the expedition, uh, uh, which caused some beef between Drake and Doherty here. So 
Drake, who is sent by the queen here secretly. And oh, that the was major... a secret? I guess I didn't catch yeah. that. Yeah, so this is like a secret uh, voyage here. And oh. then Doherty is the major investor, but Drake is trying to take over it. Um, oh, I see. Okay. Yes, so Doherty uh, was given command of a captured Portuguese ship, uh, which was called the Santa Maria, which they are like, how dare that ship have some Spanishy name there. We're, we're renaming it the Mary. That took a while. But soon after, uh, Doherty here caught Frank, uh, uh, or I'm sorry, he didn't catch Frank. I'm sorry. He caught Frank's brother, Tommy D, here stealing from the cargo hold on the Mary. Dang, when he was stealing booze. Who knows what the fuck was in there, yeah. but just supplies <laughs> in general. But, uh, Drake assumed command of the Mary and reassigned Doherty to command the flagship, the Pelican. So to kind of just stop problems from happening, he's like, go away, go to another ship, I'll take over this. As they continue on their voyage here, Mm -hmm. Drake's hostility kind of increases, fueling the bitterness of his brother. So the two of them are getting pissed off at everyone around. Brother Frank's not having it. Brother Frank's not having it. Frank himself isn't having it. Doherty's not having it. Was the investor told he was going to be in charge of this? I don't know, because it's so hard to know what... I think he just assumed, he's like, I paid for this. I'm in charge. Okay, so we got too many chiefs than Indians in the situation. Yeah, we've got too many people at the table here. Too many cooks (laughs) in the kitchen. Uh, Drake eventually demotes Doherty to command a small little vessel called the swan so he's gone from the pelican to the swan you know Mm -hmm. that's a bad demotion there uh this insult proved too much for doherty and he began to complain bitterly about the captain general that's what francis would call himself here so he's openly complaining and talking shit about the captain on the other side of the ocean um (laughs) i would not recommend that because yeah how are you going to get back oh, here? Exactly. Not good. Uh, during a severe storm, the Swan, the boat that this Doherty guy is, com- you know, commanding here. Okay. Uh, because, Wait, is there one boat? Well, they're in a fleet. He commands one boat. He's put in charge of this boat, the Swan. Oh, okay. But there's a bunch of them. And there's the St. Mary and the yeah, other ones. Yeah, the Pelican, blah, blah, blah. Nice. Uh, th- during this storm, the Swan becomes separated from it, obviously because... You know, there's a storm, and Doherty is, is someone who's complained about Drake. Drake has now become convinced that Doherty is practicing witchcraft. <laughs> so, because, I mean, you know, two plus two wait, equals is, four. Wait, is Doherty the warlock you're mentioning? Yes, okay, he, he's cool. the, the gentleman adventurer. <laughs> and now, because there was a storm, you're a witch. Uh, <laughs> I, like I said, two plus two equals four. We're uh, all pissed off, frustrated. We don't know why. We're, you're our scapegoat. You're a witch. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. Uh, May 17th, 1578, when the fleet reunites Mm -hmm. drake and doherty have what was described as a final face-off which only thing i could think of is the movie face-off when i saw that (laughs) so they've been like at it yeah they've been yelling yeah just the crossing of the atlantic they're yelling at each other how long would that take though like so they left what we said december and this is may so five six months of just going back like halfway there are they like they've they're now going to be in the care like on the other side of the Atlantic. I'll, nice. I'll okay. explain it here. Cool. Um, so, like I said, they have a final face-off where Drake hits Doherty and orders him to be tied to the mast of a ship. Like the front? No, like the... Uh, I, I I think the mast... Isn't that, like, where the sail goes? 
Oh, oh, that makes sense. I was thinking like watching like pirate movies or whatever when they like yeah, tie pirate. someone from the, the the very front of the boat. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking. I'm a little about. disappointed, but anyway, <laughs> I well, guess the center. Would there, be just there's a bad. reason why they tie him to this here. Uh, so June third, both Doherty and his brother John Doherty mm-hmm. have now been put under house arrest. <laughs> I guess on the boat. On the boat yeah. yeah, I guess on the boat. I, <laughs> Boat arrest, I guess you could put that under. And the sailors are forbidden from interacting with them. Don't talk to them. Don't, don't go down there. Can you just give me some sunscreen? Don't look at him. Don't, don't even look at him. <laughs> no matter how red he gets. <laughs> uh, Drake accuses Doherty of being quote a conjurer and a seditious person, and his brother of being a quote a witch and a poisoner. <laughs> so, so he can conjure storms. He's, he can conjure storms, and he's poisoning us all. And he's a witch. I don't know. He's just he's seditious. He's just throwing every word out there as in the hopes of fuck something's gonna land here. So wait, who's blaming again? Uh, um, Drake. Frank. Th- Frank, okay. he is blaming the Doherty brothers here. So once they die, who's he going to blame? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He needs a scapegoat. Yeah, uh, for now, this is working. Yeah, he's like, oh, I got this. So that was uh, the beginning of June. June 20th, the fleet arrives in Porto San Julian, uh, Port San Julian, a natural harbor in the Patagonia region of Argentina. Mm, sounds like a good restaurant. Name. It's a pretty fun place. We should uh, go there this weekend. I wish. Uh, <laughs> this is a quick little tangent, but I thought it's f- just fucking hilarious because uh, we uh, think of Patagonia, you know, as uh, you know this brand, a lot of fun stuff. There. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where that name comes from? Oh, actually, I guess I don't know. Uh, so the name was given by the Portuguese explorer Ferdinand Magellan, who arrived Ooh. there on March thirty first, fifteen twenty. They met a native people who were described as Antonio who Pigafetta? Oh man, I'm sorry, dude. His last name is P I G A F E T T A. That's literally Pig of Feta. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Uh so a pig made out of feta cheese. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> a pig made out of feta cheese. That's Antonio like. Pigafetta <laughs> describes these natives as giants and calls them Patagonians. Although Pat, uh, Pigafetta's account does not describe how the name came about, subsequent popular interpretations gave credence to a derivative meaning, land of the big feet. <laughs> <laughs> However, this entomology is questionable. <laughs> so the next time you see, oh, that's a very cute Patagonia jacket, just think, big feet, yeah. big feet there. Um, now, <laughs> the term is most likely derived from an actual character named Patagon, a creature confronted by Primalon of Greece, a hero in a Spanish novel by Francisco Vasquez, published in 1512, much in the fashion at the time, and a favorite reading of Magellan. They named a people after their favorite cartoon villain. Okay. <laughs> really? Pretty much. The equivalent of like... So they meet this person and they They just meet these people like... and there's this like popular <laughs> novel that's at the time and there's this creature in the book and they're like i think it might be derived from it there that's really bad so i'm not surprised i'm not surprised but at the same time that's just think about that for patagonia (laughs) um now this place that they arrive in this porto san julian (laughs) is in the middle of fucking nowhere okay it is it is over 1100 miles to the capital of Argentina Buenos Aires. Okay. Uh, it is 
250 miles to Tierra de Fuego, which is the tip of the fucking world. Really? Yeah, that's the little part at the end of South America. That's Tierra oh, de Fuego. Okay. Uh, and then it's 340 miles to uh, the Falklands. So, so it, are, they, are they like heading towards South America then? Yeah, they're going down around. Like the very south? Oh, yep. They're going around it? Yeah, they're going around the tip of South America. Okay. So that guy that they're accusing of witchcraft thought that they were going to Egypt and he is currently <laughs> under trial in Argentina. Just keep that in mind there. But he's not on a boat anymore? Well, so they have landed at this place. Okay. Um, now, why they chose to land at Port San Julian here yeah. is Magellan, after he named those people after, you know, Big Feet, mm-hmm. um, at the start of his landing there in 1520, uh, Magellan was faced with a mutiny led by his Spanish captains on Easter Day, but he succeeded in overcoming this mutiny executing mutineers including one captain and leaving some people behind in south america (laughs) so how he executed them was he hung them and they chose this site here in south america because they found those gallows these almost wait really yeah they pre-owned gallows yeah these 60 year old (laughs) used gallows oh oh, oh, let's go i see it i don't know that would like creep me out that's just yeah like we talk about like the electric get a fresh rope like (laughs) wait gallows is that rope or is that like wood and something that's the wood but it's probably the same rope too okay but still you're not even gonna use wood on me you're gonna reuse fucking wood (laughs) this bullshit uh so (laughs) <laughs> they land on June 20th. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not smart. So is gallows, like, is it a rope or is it something more sophisticated, like a wooden structure? I think the gallows are the wooden structure. The rope is attached to the gallows. Like, oh, okay. The, yes, yes. I see. I can see it now. Because they always say, like, oh, he's led to the gallows yeah. or something like that. It's like in the Wild West where they had, like, a whole row of people. Yeah, like the, where the James platform. Franco says all his first time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when Where he's standing at, that's the gallows. And then and it whoosh, drops. And the drops, yeah. So. It wouldn't be as probably, I mean, it would be probably as techy, but probably not 1800s, but still. So they landed here June 20th. Ten days go by. It's June 30th. And they're in South America? Yep. They're uh, on the coast by these gallows. It's trial day. It's trial day for Doherty. Um, Drake charges Doherty with not only mutiny, but treason. He's like, let's (laughs) double down on these bitches. So he hasn't, like, done anything, though, really? Literally, all that's happened is he's disagreed with Drake and a storm happened. Did he say he was, like, a warlock, or did they just accuse him? No, I think he just accused him, and he, he... he doesn't want this command bickering. He's like, how can I get away with this? He's a witch. <laughs> He's like, I don't care how much money you put in Yeah, this. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Take the money and run. Uh, Doherty first appealed to be taken with the fleet as a prisoner and tried upon return to England. He's like, how about we go back and have a legitimate trial yeah. <laughs> in the country we're from, not on the beaches of who the fuck knows where we are. Um, but Drake refuses, surprisingly. Uh Doherty next demands that Drake show his commission from the Queen, allowing him such a jurisdiction, saying like, you know, oh, you're on behalf of the Queen? You're doing this on behalf of the Queen? Show it to me. You know, yeah. like, show me the papers here. Uh, which <laughs> show it, me the car fact. Yeah, show me, show me the car <laughs> fact. Uh, which, again, Drake refused. Lawyer and friend of Doherty, Leonard Vicari, responded, This is not law nor agreeable to justice. (laughs) Drake (laughs) responded, I have not to do with you crafty lawyers. Neither care I for the law, but I know what I will do. So he is an asshole. I will do what I will do. (laughs) 
based on a law kept by Drake's chaplain, Francis Fletcher, that guy we talked about a little bit earlier, mm -hmm. a number of statements by Doherty that may have been made in the heat of anger were recorded. So, <laughs> you stupid motherfucker, <laughs> things like that. Um, this, Wait, do they have someone there just recording, like writing this all down? Well, that's probably pretty much what the religious chaplains are there oh, for. Okay. <laughs> um, the statements could have been interpreted as seditious, but would not to be likely to be judged mutinous by a court of law. They're like, he's pissed off and you guys are bickering. I don't think that's a treason guy. Um, two very damning pieces of evidence. Not really, though. Uh, mm. The testimony of Edward Bright, the ship's carpenter, which alone of the ac accusations Doherty openly denied. He's like, he, he's making this shit up. He's the only accusations we have here. Uh, and then Doherty's own admission that he had disclosed the true purpose of their voyage to William Cecil, a baron, a staunch advocate of avoiding trouble with the Spanish. So he's saying, he told this guy that we're going to fuck with the Spanish, and he doesn't want us to fuck with the Spanish. That's why he's a witch, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But they're putting it all together here. Drake painted the disclosure to this baron guy as a betrayal of the queen. How, how, how dare you? The jury of crewmen convicted <laughs> Doherty. Yeah, I mean, who else? The trees? I don't know who else is going to be the jury. Uh, and imagine just being on that jury. Like, if you say no. Oh, well, guess what, motherfucker? Trial tomorrow for you. Um, I was planning to go on an expedition, but now I'm doing jury duty. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> God damn it. They don't let us leave the ship. Uh, the, the jury is terrible and we get paid shit. <laughs> I had to call in to my own job, and then I showed up. It was fucking weird. Uh, the the crewmen convicted Doherty of mutiny mutiny only, rejecting the charge of treason. They're like, all right, he's mutiny, but he's not fucking, he's not treating. Uh, and this is only after <laughs> Droke prevacated about whether or not he would seek Doherty's death. He's like, I'll kill the motherfucker if I want. <laughs> you see how I react to these other jury things? I got a lawyer and a man of God telling me I'm doing wrong. <laughs> motherfucker uh quote <laughs> after obtaining the guilty verdict drake convened the jury and produced various documents from english nobility in support of drake he did not however produce a royal commission which he claimed to have left quote on board his ship ah shit it's in the car <laughs> do you want me to go get that ah, my keys are here somewhere. so wait is everybody taking doty's side or are they no, going to drake's side they're like if we don't just let this happen, I think Drake's going to try and kill all of us. Okay, so okay. that's their, <laughs> this is an act of survival, not an act of siding. Yeah. This is, we're across the ocean, don't know where oh, the fuck I'm we're. I'm totally guessing once he dies, there's, it's just going to be a domino effect. Who's next? <laughs> Every, everyone is just like, <gasps> <laughs> it's just like a, a, a long gasp of air that's let out here. Arguing that Doherty was a threat to his life and the expedition in general Drake demands execution. <laughs> He's like, if we don't kill this warlock, things are going to happen to everyone here. Uh, the men slash crewmates eventually yeah. agreed, although somewhat reluctantly. Drake then asked them if there were any reasonable proposals of alternative solutions. You got a better fucking idea than murdering this yeah. witch? Tell me now. <laughs> Tell me now. Don't be. Don't speak up. They're gonna be next. Uh, Doherty himself suggested that he set be set loose once the fleet reaches Peru. He's like, how about you just let me go in a little bit? I mean, at least you have a chance. Yeah. To live. I like... mean, what does he have to lose at this point? Uh, Drake refused again. He's like, no. <laughs> Uh, claiming that Doherty would alert the Spanish to their mission. He's like, ah, oh, damn it. He knew I was going to do that shit. <laughs> so uh, 
that was wouldn't they be like in the middle of a jungle or where are they like they're just actually... on the bre- they're on the beach in fucking argentina is there just... like a town or civilization there or is it like just jungle <laughs> like i'm assuming there's jungle. there's a town there now okay. actually like was there then i get they had gallows <laughs> they had, they had that gallows. <laughs> i assume it's just like kind of a beachy kind of flat land area okay somewhere you would spawn in like minecraft <laughs> um so that was that was june 30th the trial that was june 30th Okay. July second, break out your break out your food. It's execution day. It's a potluck. <laughs> our our first new world potluck here, everybody. I'm a pescatarian now, so you got to bring fish. Well, there's a bunch of fish there. I looked at hotels in this area, and on yeah. every goddamn menu, there's fish. So yeah. you're good there. <laughs> That'd be good. I don't know what to make that's super tasty as an appetizer. I'll just bring a veggie platter. Something like that. I yeah. don't know. Uh, or just chips and dip. Good yep. chips and good dip. Uh, Doherty requested that he and Drake receive communion together on fucking <laughs> execution day. Left me in the eyes one last time. I'm so uh, sorry about this. Oh, good luck. Uh, and as I left a good word for you with God, you know. <laughs> exactly. It's a big misunderstanding. I think you'll understand. Just the last words as they're like about to die. He just whispers in his ear, I was a witch. You know? <laughs> they're watching. <laughs> uh, the big feet. They watch us. Uh, Doty, yeah, so they have communion and is reported by accounts from Francis Fletcher. After this holy request, they dined also at the same table together. As cheerfully in sobriety as ever in their lives, they had done, each cheering up the other and taking their leave by drinking each to another as if some journey had only been in hand. So before this guy is about to murder another guy, hey, let's just have a, a nice little drink and, you know, some food that's nice uh thomas uh doherty here mm-hmm. he is promptly beheaded mm. then <laughs> so like i had just said less than a minute ago they're dining they're yeah. having they're having a laugh <laughs> they're they're toasting to each other mm-hmm. drake then holds up his severed head and says behold the head of a traitor <laughs> <laughs> So not even an hour before he's laughing with him, and then he's holding up his beheaded head and screaming "traitor!" But he knew he was gonna die, though, right? He knew he was gonna die, but still, it's it, so, so sociopathic to be like, "Hey, I'm toasting to you. I'm holding up his head now." Yeah. And like, look at it. Look at it. <laughs> uh, shortly thereafter, uh, the Drake here he changed the name of his flag. Everybody flagship. else has gotta be like, "Yeah, just play along." Yeah, everyone. <laughs> I was gonna say everyone there is just in shock, like, <gasps> "What the fuck? I thought we were going to Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be a two week voyage. It's been uh, six months." He named he renames his flagship from the Pelican to the Golden Hind to honor a Christopher Hatton, whose crest was this Golden Hind thing. And perhaps as an attempt to smooth over the Doherty incident, he's like, oh, uh, yeah, that nobleman I just executed, don't pay no attention to that right there. <laughs> Hatton, as a member of Elizabeth's royal court, Lord Chancellor of England. Oh, and he was one of the judges who found Mary, Queen of Scots, guilty of treason. So, so that's all coming back. Like I said, we're bridging gaps yeah, here. Okay. We're bridging some gaps here. Now, um, like we kind of hinted at, Killing a dude and holding up his severed head while yelling traitor uh, will cause some backlash. You know, yeah. <laughs> Newton's third law or whatever. You every reaction has. And I just feel like puking out my food. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> You're a terrible host. Uh, historians conclude that Drake wanted to set a stern example against indiscipline in his crew. He's like, these fuckers are 
wasting my time. How do I prove this to him? <laughs> His choice to hold Doherty's trial on the same spot where Magellan had executed his mutineers probably is not a coincidence. (laughs) Nevertheless, the rest of the circumnavigation was, quote, plagued by bouts of descent, so it really didn't do anything here. Uh, Back in England, John Doherty, a brother of the uh, Thomas Doherty here, okay. sought legal recourse against Drake, but the actions were dismissed on a technicality. So. Wait, so this is not the brother that's already on the ship? No, this is a different brother. Okay. I, you, thinking back to season one, everyone has like 12 brothers or yeah, something. Yeah, they're all like, the same name. Or exact, all named Thomas or <laughs> Henry or whatever. So they leave the body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I assume they just leave the body there. They're like, well, <laughs> do we bring the head or what, what are we doing here? Uh, they pass through the Strait of Magellan, so around the... Tierra de Fuego in just 16 days, which I assume is fast. I, I have not done it myself, but I assume that's fast. As soon as they entered the Pacific Ocean, violent storms nearly shattered the remaining ships. They're like, oh, son of a bitch, I thought we killed the storm warlock. <laughs> Who's the real warlock? Where is he? Where is the weir- Does real? Does he actually pick someone out? No, but oh, I man. wish he would. He just keeps executing people. Uh, I was yeah. kind of hoping for a toxic like pattern of behavior, but no. I mean, he, he's toxic. He just doesn't behead everyone. On yeah. his crew, um, one got to keep some of them. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, one ship, the Marigold, was lost with all hands and was never seen again. So, <laughs> shit, I don't think we were right about the Warlock. A, a, a week later, the Elizabeth, uh, which was a ship named okay. after the Queen, uh, became Is that the one Frank's on. Uh, no, I think he's on the flagship, the flagship, uh, the Golden Hind. But that became separated from the fleet and was battered to the point that the crew demanded that they head home to England. On the Elizabeth here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Captain Winter, which that just sounds like a fucking badass guy right Mm -hmm. there, Captain Winter. And it's spelled with a Y, too. Was he a soldier, too? I feel like, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, exactly. It feels like Bucky became fucking Captain America or whatever. I fucking hate. He's my least favorite character in Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Hopefully... Captain, like the Winter Soldier? Yeah, bu- the guy Bucky or whatever. Yeah, I, I like him. He is. He At feels least in pretty the new, random. In the newest ones, like I'm not a big fan of him. I've seen a few of them, but he just seems like a pussy ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to like the Black Panther's country, Wakanda, and then just causes all kinds of problems. Yeah. And it's like, if we just kill him, all of this is solved. <laughs> but because he's Captain America's friends from the 20s, yeah. we have to keep him alive. That's bullshit. Just kill the guy. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, Captain Winter here, hopefully... Hopeful that he would meet the other ships, in turn demanded that he sail on to the East Indies and rendezvous with Drake there. But fearing an all-out mutiny, he headed home to England. He responded aptly to his crew's demands, and he is not remembered for beheading guys. Weird. (laughs) What a weird coincidence there. Uh, the fleet now... So this boat of people is just, they're lucky. They got to go home or whatever. Yeah, the the captain was like, yeah, that's a good point. Let's head home. And then they went, went home while the other one just went down with all hands on board. Oh, wow. Like sinking? Yeah, that's what that uh, first one, the Marigold, okay. did. Uh, so and what boat is Francis on? I keep forgetting. The Golden Hind. The Golden Hind. Yes, yeah, so the fleet now only composes that boat, the Golden Hind, with less than half of the 170 men that they had sailed out in. I'll say it. I'll make a political stance right now. It's not considered a fleet if it's one ship. Yeah. I'll say it. It's not a fleet. That's just people on a boat. 
Like, if we went out on a boat, that's not yeah, a fleet. Exactly. We're not a fleet yeah, yeah, on Lake right. Minnetonka. Quick, one of you, get on, like, the, the skate boat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, the, see? That's even better. That's two boats. You can have tactics Yeah, we'll drag that. you along. It'll make me feel better. Go. Go. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> when you have one ship that's not a fleet. Uh, in the Magellan Strait, Francis and his men engaged in skirmishes with the local indigenous people. They're like, they have big feet. Get them. Um, <laughs> Wait, how many boats did they start with? I didn't see the number, but I guess of like six at least. Because okay. I mean, two went away, another one sank, so it's probably four or five, like a, a few numbers. Like, because this was a a small fleet, it wasn't like okay. We we think about fleets nowadays with like navies where it's like, all right, so there's a hundred boats there, and it's a fucking <laughs> aircraft carrier and ten thousand people. No, this was like six boats. Like you'll see, like armadas are those big fucking okay big ones here, but a fleet is a small number of ships there and because they're going so far they probably aren't sending up because we have to remember at this time england is just at war with everybody yeah. pretty much so <laughs> they have bigger things to deal with um so as they're in the magellan strait when they land and kill the indigenous people uh this gives them a guinness book of world record they get a little nice little plaque <laughs> as becoming the first european people to kill indigenous in the southern patagonia region of argentina uh Wait, did they actually kill them, or was yeah? Like I mean, this is just skirmishes. They just get in fights with them, but because okay. they back... have guns, though, right? Yeah, they have guns. They have weapons. But when Magellan was there, he never got in any local skirmishes. So oh, okay, uh, yeah, they get a le- they get a nice little plaque. The first guy to kill one guy, he's like, hey, high fives all around. <laughs> he's like, you're going down in history, man. In twenty 20- in two thousand and twenty one, someone's going to talk about you in a podcast. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> it's going to be fucking nuts, man. So he's he's now rounded the tip he's rounded the tip guys <laughs> just the tip we have arrived at the tip <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i wish that could i wish he spent more time here so we could just call the episode <laughs> at the tip or something but he's going around and he's going up the pacific coast now okay. and this is where and i just gotta refresh my memory we got drake um we know we have francis his brother his cousin the priest still yes um, and, we lost we we lost Doherty. Doherty, obviously. Diego is still there. Nice. And I haven't seen seen anything about the musicians dying. I okay. don't know which <laughs> ship they were on. Oh, imagine. were they on the ones sinking? I like was just Titanic? about to say, <laughs> what if it was like that? Play it, play it now. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. Like, dun 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 dun. Like, they're just going down there, playing something triumphant. Ah. Save the musicians. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what instruments it would have had. I I wish I had spent time looking into that because it had to be like, kind of, girth like. Ones that could survive well, being the violin, out of... Ch- the violin would be around there, right? Well, I was thinking, like... What about the skin flute? <laughs> I mean, they are at the tip right yeah. now, so... <laughs> uh, I was going to say something serious, but I like that way better. I, don't, I forgot. Uh, Let's just keep going. Move on. Uh, so he's going <laughs> around the Pacific Coast. We've made enough. Uh, the first port Drake stays in on this Pacific kind of journey he's going on here is on Mocha Island, which is off the coast of modern Chile. Uh, so okay. it's, it's Mocha spelled like mocha like coffee M-O-C. so they're on like 
the west side? Yeah, so okay. Chile's that long, skinny country. I remember from all those maps I had to study as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, like one of the easiest ones to remember. Yeah, oh, it's the long, skinny one. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It's the one that sounds like, <laughs> like the restaurant Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I put it together here. Uh, now, on uh, Mocha, they encountered the native Mashupe and greeted them with pleasantries, the feeling of which were mutual. And they were like, oh, shit, these people aren't going to try and kill us. Are their feet mm. big? No. Okay, good. Uh, the first day proved to be a success with the Mashupe bringing a number of sheep, chicken, and wheat to the crew. So they're like, oh, good food. Were they introduced to anything new? Uh, Maybe, here, probably. Later on, the, later on the voyage they will be here. I don't think so. Okay. I think chickens and wheat... I think chickens may be new, but not too much to them. Because mm-hmm. I know chickens were introduced to uh, uh, Europe. This is a whole big tangent, but okay. uh, chickens are the reason why pickup trucks are not manufactured in Europe. Wow. We had uh, a series of tariffs and taxes in the 1960s in America going back and forth with Europe on various items, and there was a certain thing with eggs. They We didn't want to import I think like European eggs or some shit like that, or no, it was chickens. I'm sorry, chickens. And one of the t- taxes we put on Europe was if they made pickup trucks in anywhere but America, mm-hmm. then there's a tariff on importing them to the states, and people buy like have to pay for that. Okay. So that's why there's very few, if any, European produced pickup trucks in America. That makes sense. No, that's... it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's the weirdest no, thing. No, I mean, like, that makes sense why I don't feel like I've seen any pickup trucks from Europe here. Like, yeah, like, you'll see... But no, I, know, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, that it, doesn't it, make sense. Yeah, yeah, logically, it doesn't make sense, but, <laughs> like, there's small little things. Like, there is a Mercedes brand pickup truck. Yeah, I was about to say, but, like, I can't even think of one. Like... <laughs> in, like, Europe and other places. But how they get around it, like, Toyota, mm-hmm. all their plants are here in America. Or, uh-huh. or that make the pickup truck or parts for the pickup truck. They're made in America. Because uh-huh. it's not the company. It's where it's made. Mm-hmm. So the dumbest example is uh, Mini. This is a big tangent. I don't care. Wait, wait they, do they make trucks? Well, they made a, a cargo van type they tr- vehicle. <laughs> uh, but that kind of came under the, uh, the range of these tariffs. But they okay. produced it in England. But because of that, it was an expensive car here didn't sell well they discontinued it okay (laughs) so back to uh this guy on a fucking random island off the coast of chile once we talked about (laughs) weird fucking tangent but you guys know about trucks what welcome to (laughs) truck lessons i don't know uh i'm a nerd like that but so they're meeting these natives they're interacting with things and i feel like they're probably a nice place you got here i mean i was gonna say they're probably fucking excited to guess meat like yeah. oh sheep and chicken oh, oh thank god actually like instead of just vegetables and what like they probably found fish but mm-hmm. other meat oh thank god um, fish for only so long yeah they, they're like we're not we're episcopalians not by choice <laughs> damn it uh on the second day so the first day was great first day you know everyone's okay. happy second day uh, 11 boat, what was that? I, I wrote in my note as an 11 boat came ashore. I guess 11 people on a boat came ashore for water, but reception turned hostile. They were attacked, and the Mashupe, who was convinced that Drake and his men were Spanish oppressors, because at this time the Spanish were coming down the Pacific coast oh. to take it over. Uh, so is, it, is this like within two days? 
Yeah, this is on the second day. Oh, okay. Uh, they killed two of the men and captured two more. Jesus, so, why would so, they should like if they felt this way, they should have done it on the first day. Yeah, they, why'd you give me sheep and then attack yeah. me? <laughs> you thought I was an oppressor yesterday. Why'd you give me sheep? <laughs> They're like, don't eat. They gave him the bad sheep or whatever the the spoiled things. Uh, so yeah, two were killed and two more were captured. A number were wounded, including Diego. No, no. Uh, and Drake. Uh, who had a large number of arrow wounds, and one hit Drake in the face. Uh. <laughs> Holy shit. All the Mashupe guys started high-fiving each yeah. other. Fuck yeah, dude. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, he's not dead. Whatever. Headshot, motherfucker. Uh, they withdrew, but according to Fletcher, which you do need to take in with a large grain of salt because he is a Christian chaplain at this time. Yeah. So he is writing, which is a great thing, but they have their own biases here. Oh, yeah. And he thinks that uh, the two captured were killed in ritual cannibalism, which I don't suspect. <laughs> okay. So he's just like assuming the worst. Yeah. He's like, okay, I see what we you're left them and obviously they were killed and eaten alive. You know, <laughs> it, obviously that's what's going to happen when you leave them. They're not, they're not Christians, Nolan. Damn it. Yeah. They're not Christians. <laughs> So they're uh, the worst thing I can think of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so uh, December 5th, 1578. So, so it's every, been like a, almost a year. I was just about okay. to say, every fuck up that's happened has <laughs> been in less than a year. <laughs> they've already mutinied. They've, they've fucking executed a guy. They've lost ships. They've <laughs> murdered people. They've lost more. They could have really used that guy they killed yeah, for whatever actually, reason. <laughs> you know, we're low on men. Maybe we shouldn't have executed him <laughs> and drove everyone away. Uh, December 5th, so they're still going up the Pacific Coast. Drake views a small sm Spanish settlement. That's a fucking tongue twister right there. Mm. Of Valparaiso, a coastal town with a number of houses and churches. It's, you know, along the Pacific coast. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, it's a nice little thing. Uh, he assaults the town and plunders what he could find, such as valuables, art, treasures, and the silver from the church. He's like, hey, this is what I was came out here to do. I'm finally <laughs> doing my job. Finally. Uh, in the harbor. Yeah. <laughs> when you fall into success. That's really what this is. <laughs> he, he is the first American, uh, or at least the first recorded person in, he's going to arrive in America, to fail upwards they fail into success uh in the harbor at this valiparaiso so he's like not intentionally like accomplishing no he's there's happening yeah or? like he's they like said i was like fuck up the spanish but mm -hmm. for the first year he did nothing he didn't do that at all and then just continuing up he's like oh i finally found my job i finally yeah. did it um in the harbor was a ship full of chilean wine he's like oh we're gonna get so fucked up um twenty-five thousand pesos in gold and the big thing is charts of South America along the coast. Nice. So now he knows a little bit more about the Spanish. He can okay. he can tell and about where did he get those from? This uh, Valparaiso along the coast here. So he, you okay. can kind of just imagine him going up along the coast along Chile, okay. then to Peru, Colombia, like this kind of I area. See. Okay. Um, pretty much prequel to Narcos. <laughs> <laughs> um, so February thirteenth, uh, fifteen seventy nine. Uh, Paul, forgive me. I laughed at that, and I actually didn't watch Narcos. I haven't watched Narcos, even though I watch a lot and read a lot about like cartels oh, okay. and Fair that kind of stuff. I don't like it. Like, okay, I haven't seen it, so my opinion is you know golden, rock solid. Yeah. But the glamorization and glorification of like Pablo Escobar and stuff like mm -hmm. that. 
I don't think is a good thing. I think yeah. it's an interesting thing. I'm fascinated by it. I just like when I see people like my whole par- birthday party is Pablo Escobar themed. And I just think of like <laughs> some family in a random part of Colombia where they make $2 a day. Yeah. Like well, growing the coca leaf. But it's still like kind of like technically recent. So it's, it's a weird thing. They, the fascinating thing is the way they smuggle, but okay. that's what I'll say. Uh, so February 13th, 1579, mm-hmm. uh, Drake enters Kalalo, which is a harbor for Lima, Peru. So he's Sounds going... Sounds like a good drink. Yeah. I'll take a Kalalo, please. With uh, Kalua? Yeah, Kalalo with Kalua. <laughs> Kalua, Kalalo, uh, our Peru, Peruvian, you know, mix or whatever. I'm going to sit back and just be a Magellan with this koala. Yeah, oh, yeah. A Magellan, a Magellan Kalo. I just feel like, that's, like if I'm going to say I'm chilling, I'm just going to say I'm Magellan now. Uh, I'm Magellan like Jellin. Uh <laughs> Kick back, relax, and have a callo while listening to this new episode of Back Row Lessons. Ooh. Sponsored by, <laughs> or now sponsored by that. Uh, so, Kahlo, uh Drake, and the English take this town with ease. They pretty much just invade and take over this town. Okay. Again, one ship. <laughs> the, the fleet is outnumbering us. Um, in the labor, or not in the labor, I'm sorry. In the harbor yeah. lay... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I just put two words together. In the harbor lay, not the labor, uh, lay a dozen vessels, so a dozen different ships, which Drake orders ransacked and then run aground. Uh, And I know what that meant, but the only thing I could imagine is like, all right, guys, get out and push that thing aground. (laughs) I know they meant to steer it in there, but I still, I think that's fucking hilarious. Um, The English then would go around the city questioning inhabitants, like the people of the town, just... What do you know? Where's the valuables? Be Spanish. Uh, from whom they learned that a large gallow, like a large treasure ship mm, here. Use whom correctly. I know a lot of people, including myself, <laughs> that just don't use that correctly. But anyway, I just toss it out there. Random, but... Got a flex on them. Uh, <laughs> they learned that this large treasure ship called the Nuestra Señora de la Concepción has recently departed northwest, so mm. going northwest, towards Panama with a shitload of valuable silver cargo on board that was going to be going across the ocean to Manila in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of trans-Pacific route that the Spanish are taking here. Uh, The following day, I saw it described as, an excited Drake rushed off in pursuit. (laughs) Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But when they said an excited Drake, I just think of someone with, a teenage girl's level of his excitement like yeah. <gasps> and for like the listener um paul just kind of like really had his both hands just going back and forth oh really gosh. fast which oh was perfect uh, uh yeah so he and it he rushed off in pursuit it's like oh my gosh the tickets are on sale <laughs> the bieber tickets are on sale i gotta go get them um and with a recently built uh pinnace like a smaller kind of ship he so now he has two ships and headed to the direction where the spanish treasure ship was most likely to be kind of intercepted at he Mm. was trying to find this treasure ship that had just recently departed uh at this same time uh you know or mid-february time Mm -hmm. uh the spanish authorities began getting reports that an english naval force was off the coast now it's a force (laughs) it's two ships yeah (laughs) the entire english navy are off the coast of the pacific i don't understand why they're attacking us uh panic begins to spread once the settlements have been raided panic begins to spread (laughs) he's the destroyer of worlds he killed a guy in lima 
uh, the Viceroy of Peru, Francisco de Toledo, who's a very, very important Spanish uh, royal, was shocked and surprised that the English had got this far. Okay, so they ran into each other, is that what you're saying? Just like as... So he's starting to raid these places going along the coast, and now yeah. word is starting to spread that the English are raiding the town. <gasps> funny. Okay. And Not funny, but you know what? Okay. Funny that... They, they think they're the English? They, well, no. They think it's a giant force. Oh. And it's like two ships. Like the pe- the locals on the... T- like- yeah, just like how word starts to spread throughout okay, the I area. Okay, I see, I see. Yeah, so they think that it's a <laughs> full naval force, when in reality it's like two, two ships. Two ships, okay. Uh, he... So uh, Toledo here immediately orders all ships to be repaired and refloated from Calo to pursue fucking Drake. He's yeah. like, we need to catch this motherfucker. Uh, and this is the English? Or? This is the Spanish okay. chasing the English at this point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they think it's a big fleet, but it's just two ships. But, but the they're... people in South America thought they were getting raided by the English, is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, like a large English force. I see, okay. Yeah, but it's re- it's but just now the two... English is going after Drake. No. Or Francis. No, the, okay, so I'll break it down real okay. quick. Okay, so English or Francis Drake, on behalf of the English, is raiding these places along South America. Yeah. That's controlled by Spain. The Spanish Empire is hearing these reports of an English fleet ravaging these ports, so they think that the English has a large naval fleet that's attacking their Pacific coast, so they're going to get a large force to confront this other okay, large cool. force but in reality it's two ships i just confuse like we're oh yeah no this France, is so no, dumb no i just got i confuse where frank came from i just like his confuses <laughs> oh, nationality yeah, th- th- for a sec this isn't even getting into the complications yeah. of when they have italian explorers on behalf of other fucking nations like columbus but, okay <laughs> uh so there d toledo sounds familiar because he is the viceroy so mm-hmm. the leader of uh kind of a big colony that went forward with the execution of Tupac Amamaru in 1572. Tupac? Yep. Tupac (laughs) is directly named after this uh, Incan leader. Really? You know that for sure? Yep. His mom uh, named him after that. Yep. That's awesome. I think his middle name is Amaru, which is the guy's middle, or the guy's last name. His name is Tupac. Yep. Uh, So we connected. So we're talking about chicken tax and Tupac. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to Outback (laughs) Rollers. it's pursuit time. They're okay. on a chase. They're on a chase in pursuit of uh, that treasure ship, the Nuestra Señora de la Concepción. Uh, thank you for my just immaculate Spanish. I know. <laughs> um, and they are, uh, and this is Drake who's in pursuit of it. And they are unaware of this kind of growing Spanish force that's following them. Okay. They're like, oh, no, no one's following <laughs> us. It's all good. Um, and Drake takes a small ship uh, from the Gaius River. In this is going to be kind of North South America, which sounds dumb, but like where modern Ecuador is, so yeah. like kind of Colombia, because he's going to oh, Gai- I, okay. yeah, Guayaquil, uh, which is in Ecuador, I believe. Uh, this ship, this small little Penance thing, mm-hmm. uh, this ship belonged to Benito Diaz Bravo, long lost ancestor of Johnny Bravo, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and. In its hold contains nearly twenty thousand gold pesos from a local gold, like from local gold mines and just various supplies. This part of the world, Spain is all about just extracting metal from. This okay. is what they're here for. Potosí, all these places is just get those fucking valuables out of the mines, into my hands, into Spain. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, 
March 1st, 1579, Drake sights the Concepcion off the coast of of the Audiencia of Quito by Ecuador. That's just the type, that's just like the like a county pretty much. Just off the coast of Ecuador by Quito. Okay. The treasure ship here, we need to talk about for just a second here. Just one second here. I know we okay. get tangents, but this is a very important Oh, it's related? Ship. Oh, it's very much yeah. related. So this the, the ship's name is the Nuestra Señora de la Concepción. That's what its name is. But it has a very, very legendary nickname. It is named the Caga Fuego. A.K.A. the Fire Shitter. Wait, really? Oh, you were just about to take a drink, too, and you looked up from your drink. Now... Word is that the nickname came from the sailors on board. Okay. <laughs> Someone had a really bad chipotle. It's from, I mean, this is a Spanish ship, so. Uh, there was, in, like, a similar <laughs> word from, this, like, the 1600s, a very similar time period here. In mm-hmm. Florentine Italian, so in the Florence part of Italy, cacafuaco. Cacafuaco, which means handgun. So it's two very similarly spelled words. Okay. One means fire shitter. One means handgun. Uh, From about 1600 on, fire shitter eventually was kind of turned and transformed into being the word for spitfire. (laughs) And it was used in English initially as an alternative term for cannon. Uh, though some folk entomologists, which I don't think is a real job, uh, is just are no folk entomologists are the ones that uh, root down or kind of break down where slang terms come from. They actually have a real job. I'm thinking of someone else. Sorry, folk entomologists, don't <laughs> don't spam the episode. Uh, some folk entomologists argue that the use of the word Spitfire comes from Cacafuego in Spanish, so fire shitter, the name of this <laughs> ship. While others argue that it comes from the Florentine word for handgun. Um, so it's a debate then? Yes, it's a debate, but nowadays when you hear a spitfire or those kinds of terminology, it yeah. goes back it could potentially go back to this ship called the fire shitter. No way. <laughs> okay. So that's why I wanted to mention that because you don't really often get a ship called the fire shitter. Yeah. <laughs> Fire away! <laughs> oh, whoa! Sounds like a South Park episode. It really does. It literally sounds like it's coming from that or some... Family guy. Yeah. Poop oh, humor. Just exactly. At its finest. Like I said, I don't make this stuff up because that's above me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, captain of the ship, Juan de Anton de Fireship. No. <laughs> he is the man who is credited with Pepto Bismol. Now, um, he was surprised to see a foreign vessel out this far. He's like, is that a fucking ship? Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Drake ordered Diego, his, you know, mm-hmm. right hand man, to demand in Spanish for the sails to strike. Hey, yell at him for me. You know, yell at him. <laughs> uh, Anton refused. So Drake answered with cannon and aquabus fire. He's like, fire the cannons at them. No further answer came from the Spaniards, so the cannons again were fired, this time directly at the fire shitter. He's like, hit the side of that porta potty, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, with the Golden Hinds on the main ship on one side and that small pennants on the other, the English closed in and were able to board the vessel. Two fucking ships took down a treasure vessel. That's insane that is fucking stupid <laughs> that is so one-sided that is so dumb so wait wait like two smaller half, ships like yeah, two ships took like i don't like a, le- yeah, like a legit a, like shit a large treasure galleon like one that could go across the ocean pretty that's much that's amazing that, yeah that, that's hilarious that's... juan juan you're demoted i'm sorry <laughs> you're a bad you're a bad captain uh 
the crew aboard were not expecting English ships to be in the Pacific. That's why you <laughs> react. You don't just stand there. <laughs> I'm not a fucking naval soldier, but do something, goddammit. Uh, they were taken completely by surprise and surrendered quickly and without much resistance. I would say without any. They, yeah. d- they didn't have any. <laughs> Once in control, Drake took both ships to a secluded stretch of coastline to unload the treasure. I am disappointed in this, like, giant ship. Yeah. Like, you feel, you would think they would just, like... Fire back. Do at some... least something, like... <laughs> Stop moving. Yeah. If we don't move, they don't know we're here. They're like the Predator. <laughs> if we don't move, they they won't see us. No, I thought the Predator's on body heat. Oh, body Dinosaurs heat. Dinosaurs is moving. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you don't move, T-Rex the T-Rex right, won't yeah. move. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so six days later... This is this is how long it took to unload the ship. It took six days. Okay. Uh, such was the hoard. It took six days for the treasure to be unloaded. That's a fucking lot. Uh, there were thirty six or about eighty pounds, or another unit, thirteen chests full of royal plates. Mm-hmm. So just a bunch of nice plates. Uh, there was over twenty six thousand kilograms of silver on board. A shitload. Yeah. They really lucked out. Uh, 25,000 pesos, which is about 37,000 ducats, so a shitload of money. <laughs> also, in addition, a golden crucifix, jewels, and those were worth about 360,000 pesos, or about seven over $7 million. Dang. Wait, they, back then? No, nowadays. That okay, would be over okay, $7 cool. million. Dollars. Uh, in total... The treasure amounted to the equivalent of about over six hundred million dollars today. Today, on that one ship that they looted. Oh my god! Uh, like I said, just falling, falling into success, yeah. just falling upwards here. <laughs> Is uh, there more success that they fall into? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. The, okay. cr- the crew could not believe their luck and were overjoyed <laughs> at the sight of the Spanish galleon. We did it, guys. We did it. We killed the lore- warlock. We killed. Yeah, we killed the warlock. Bad luck. <laughs> Those guys were ritually eaten, and then oh, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> Qu- quote: Their moral reached a new high. I would be too if you gave me over six hundred million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I had to split it with like a hundred people, I'm okay. I'm Ooh, okay yeah. with that. Give it to me. I'll take a little bit. Really, their their morale wasn't really high when he executed a guy on the beaches. I'm shocked. Uh, <laughs> Through Diego, Drake was able to bluff the Spanish and make it clear that there were other English ships in the area. It's like, yeah, there's more of us. Uh, such as the Elizabeth under John Winter, even though he was pretty much home in England, mm-hmm. in order to cause some... You know, so is he lying then? Yeah, he's lying. Okay. He's, he's causing panic and confusion and lead the Spanish on a pretty much a wild goose chase. Yeah. He's like, yeah, there's a lot more of us. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, he takes this from, you know... he done pretty well there he, he could sell sail home and it's a massive success i fucked up the spanish i hit a treasure ship i found a lot of people i beheaded a guy here's a skull mm-hmm. um, learned about trucks yeah i learned about trucks uh uh tupac uh, yep. yeah, I, it was you know we heard uh, we learned so much on this trip we learned california love it was really interesting i could i could sing along um so now they're off the coast of costa rica coast of costa rica uh by canoe island uh, Drake captures a frigate carrying in its cargo hold maize, honey, and sarsaparilla. He's like, ah, oh, goddamn! <laughs> I took six hundred million dollars on the last one. This is bullshit. Uh, from there, he took the ship to a nearby bay on the mainland in in uh, Costa Rica. You're never gonna guess what the name of this bay is. Let me guess. Um, the Bay of Pigs. 
No, uh, that's in Cuba, but Drake Bay. <laughs> he just named it after himself. He's like, fuck it. I like. I it. guess I could have guessed that. That yeah. would have been answer number two, pretty that, much. But I don't know. Bay Pigs was the only bay I think of. <laughs> <laughs> Here, he, repo- he repaired his... Uh, his ship, the Golden Hind. He's like, I, you know, I've done a lot. Here, move the treasure between the two ships. Keep it even out. Uh, then Drake sent out a party on the smaller ship to forage and refill their water. He's like, go get us supplies here. As they moved into the dense tropical rainforest, they managed to kill a crocodile and a monkey, which they brought back to the ship. <laughs> which I think is fucking sick. Like, they should have kept the monkey alive. I, I know. Oh, <laughs> that dude, nice. that would be. Oh, that. Oh, that would have been. Actually, perfect. that would have been hard to sleep at night on a boat with. Oh God! Throw it overboard. Well, that'd probably be really dangerous. Actually, that would be really dangerous. <laughs> and let's be honest there probably would reach a point where they would eat the monkey. Yeah. Let's be honest. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they found the monkey dead. I don't know. Uh, but they killed the crocodile, which I think is still very cool. Yeah, actually. This was pretty, the first time that they metal. had... Yeah, pretty metal. <laughs> fuck yeah. He, he took the crocodile's skull, put it right next to Doe, and he's like, fuck yeah. Um, I killed everyone. Uh, this was the first time they had tasted meat for a while. So um, at the same time, the English felt a severe shake despite being pretty much a mile offshore here. This was actually the first experience of a violent earthquake for them. So they <laughs> fucking lived through an earthquake here. Oh my um, God. Some of the crew even witnessed a tsunami on a nearby shore. Oh, I guess like yeah. land or water, you're just screwed if there's an earthquake. Well, like if you're, it's, I've looked up videos of this, but like if you're out on the ocean, and the earthquake happens below you, the tsunami will just go really fast by you. It's not a big water. But it goes to land. Okay. When it, yeah, when it gets so to land. the closer you are to land, the more dangerous it can yeah, be. Yeah, because okay. it, it's having all that energy and all that water, and then when it hits land, yeah. it... Yeah, there's a lot of fun videos. That, <laughs> what was that? Was that a wave sound? Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to get in the sound effect game here. Um, <laughs> now, while the Golden Hind, that ship, was uh, being repaired... They took that other ship scouting the area and came across another Spanish vessel, which again was captured with only a shot fired. Why are the Spanish always giving up? Yeah. Every time. (laughs) Uh, This time it's like a small bark, so an even smaller ship here. On board were two Chinese pilots who knew the route across across the Pacific. Really? Yeah, I found, found that fascinating that... Two English guys captured two Chinese guys in Costa Rica in the 1500s. Uh, Drake then disposed of the sarsaparilla, which is like a, I think a drink or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's in like Fallout. Yeah, that's actually yeah. the only way I know yeah. it. Uh, the crew reported New Vegas, that, right? Yep, okay. The crew reported this as being an unpleasant smell. They were like, we know the fucking fire shooter, and this smells even worse. Um, the Drake did capture two valuable like rudders, which is just like a, a handbook of sailing direction. So like the fucking map quest <laughs> directions it got, uh, which showed in detail the Manila Acapulco route going across the fucking Pacific Ocean. They, you know, they take this route and they're continuing up the Pacific coast. They set off in the last week of March to raid the town of Guadalajara uh, in the modern Mexico state of Oaxaca, kind of down in the south there. This brings us to the Guadalajara raiding and what will be the title of this episode get ready okay the english went ashore and again little resistance from the spanish they promptly sacked the town now here comes the best quote i would say probably in our entire series so far get ready quote the booty was considerable (laughs) the booty was considerable damn it that's gonna be the name of the episode right there uh what they found was a heavy golden chain 
Okay. Like a fucking <laughs> like a rapper's chain, I imagine. Uh, along with seven thousand pesos in silver. So another good, good amount. Okay. Uh, they found provisions like water casks and food, which are very much needed, you know, to stay alive. Yeah. They also found fine china and silks, and then more maps of the route across the ocean. Also a few slaves. Okay. <laughs> Going to bury that lead a little bit. Don't want to get too political. But the booty was considerable. Mm. Uh, Drake stayed for a few days here before leaving, but as he did leave, not everyone came with him. Uh a Portuguese pilot by the name of Nuna de Silva was released here in Mexico. Uh, quote, he had gone beyond his usefulness, having little to no knowledge beyond the Magellan Straits. Later. <laughs> bye. I'll see you later. Have so fun. I don't know what to do with you. So they just dropped him he off. He just left. I, that or they left without him. Like, yeah. <laughs> they said the ship was leaving at 10. It's 9. Where are they? Um <laughs> He was told that he was going to give false information to the Spanish in a double bluff and that Drake had intended <laughs> to go home. So the guy that they're leaving, they want to depend on, which is never a good idea. Wait, so he depend on, is he the navigator? He's just someone that they used to get around the tip of South America. Okay. They Do they to, have to go back that way though? No, because they're going to go across the Pacific now. Oh, they're going the long way. Okay. So they're like, we don't need you and you're just going to eat shit. So bye. <laughs> um, Nuna de Silva was questioned by the Spanish about Drake's whereabouts. He was tortured and interrogated by the Spanish. When you say talk to the Spanish in the 1500s, just assume he was tortured and interrogated. Yeah. This is the Inquisition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then he gave the information that Drake wanted him wanted them to hear in that he was heading for the Northwest Passage. So that's going to be a reoccurring theme, this Northwest Passage. How can we get across the world here? Okay. Uh, however, the Spanish didn't believe him. Bullshit uh, there. At the time, the Spanish pursuit was going nowhere, having no sign of the English ships. So they just gave up. <laughs> they just gave up. They're like, fuck it, whatever. He's gone. He's not going to raid us anymore, I guess. We don't claim any of this land up here. Fuck yeah. it. Uh, so that brings us to this kind of semi-mythical place called the Strait of Anan, A-N-I-A with a little accent on it and then okay. an N, which is a semi-mythical strait that was believed to mark the boundary between North America and Asia and give access to the Northwest Passage to in between California and America. There's just like a giant strait that you can go through to Asia. <laughs> uh, the dr- the oh, Strait of Anand has generally been placed near the real Bering Strait up by Alaska, but sometimes appears as far south as California. Like, I'm a little far off that one. Drake sailed north, hoping to seek a shortcut through this mythical place. Uh, around May of this time, uh, Drake's fleet of two ships, barely a fleet, pass along the Baja uh, Peninsula of California, you know, Baja, Mm -hmm. California, uh, then going northwest a significant amount. Uh, While this part of America's west coast was kind of explored by the Spanish, Drake wanted to do this just, he was like, I need to lay low. I just need to get out of the Spanish air pretty much. (laughs) I'll chill here. Um, How people normally flee American you know, authorities by going to Mexico. He's fleeing Mexican authorities by going to California. <laughs> you know, mix it, flipping the script on him. I love yeah. it. Uh, Drake sailed well north of Spanish's claim and then looked for a place to land and resupply in what would be modern-day Oregon. 
So now we're on the coast of Oregon in the Pacific Coast. So wow, like okay. I said, we're coming to America. We're yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, so it's June. Just taking the longest way to yeah, get there. Like... Legit, the longest fucking way. Like June fifth, fifteen seventy nine. The ships briefly make landfall at South Cove, one of the worst named places, I guess. South Cove. What is it? Okay. Oh, it's just south. Um, just south of Coos Bay, or at Whale Cove. It's the cove with the whales. That's what that one is. Uh, and they gathered fresh water and food. They just made a pet stop here, looked at the whales. Ooh, ah, and then they moved on. Uh, then his northwest progression was ultimately stopped by bad weather in the northeast. There's a lot of winds, kind of, you know, why Seattle's so fucking cold and rainy. Mm. So he turned back. He starts to head south now. June 17th, so less than two weeks after that last pit stop here. While searching for a suitable harbor to repair, Drake and his crew, they find a protective cove where they land on the Pacific coast in what is now Northern California. Mm -hmm. It's actually very, very well-known spot where he landed because he lands in San Francisco Bay. Okay. Legit on the coast. Like, oh, actually, like, like not near like there. No, like, like you know, in all those movies when they show like the fucking angle of uh, the Golden Gate Bridge and they yeah, like, yeah, map yeah, around yeah. the coast. Pretty much just around the fucking bend is where he would land. And there's no Francis Drake way. Park. He lands here in the fucking Bay Area. Um, <laughs> and here, while ashore, he claims the area for Queen Elizabeth of England. <laughs> he calls it Nova Albine. Or New Albine for two reasons. That's the name of this potential colony. First, the white banks and cliffs, which he saw were very similar to those on the English coast. Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) But second, Albion was an archaic name by the which the island of Great Britain was known. So he's saying, oh, this is pretty much new Great Britain. New New England. To document and assert his claim, Drake... New 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 England or yeah, whatever. Yeah, New 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 England. Uh, I guess this would be New England at the time. But, yeah. Uh, Just didn't stick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> New Albion. Ah, I like it, yeah. Uh, to document and assert his claim, Drake had an engraved plate of brass, one which contains uh, a bearing, an image of Elizabeth, and every successive English monarch. So it's just a bunch of guys named Henry, pretty much. Uh, Drake's visit... It claimed sovereignty for Elizabeth and every successive English monarch. So, hey, we did it for all the monarchs. Uh, For several weeks here, uh, the crew labored as they prepared for the voyage ahead of them going across the Pacific. They're like, fuck, can we just stay here? I smell weed in the air. (laughs) I think that area is going to be really fun and gay. It's going to have a lot of fun stuff. (laughs) 70s are going to be rough, but besides that, things are going to get a lot better. Upon their newly claimed lands, they had set up a makeshift fort and tents here. Uh, They careened their ship, which is just bringing the ship in and then on land and fucking fixing it, uh, to clean and repair the hull. Whoa, this thing is messy as shit. Uh, Drake, surprisingly, has friendly interactions with the coastal Milwaukee people and explored the surrounding area by foot. They were exchanging gifts while the English were given food here. They were like, you like a gold chain? Here's a gold chain, man. (laughs) Give me food, please. Uh, We got a shit ton of uh, fucking silver on board. A significant gesture, a large assembly of coastal Milwaukee descended on the the encampment, and then everyone started freaking out. Like, "Uh uh-oh, they're coming for us now. (laughs) uh, And honored Drake by placing chains around his neck. Again with the chains. Yeah. (laughs) 
uh, a scepter in his hand and a crown of feathers on his head as if he was being proclaimed king. I am doubting that statement 1,000%. Yeah, yeah. They came, they gave him chains, a crown, a scepter, and said, be our king, please. <laughs> Bullshit. I doubt that. Uh, Francis Fletcher, the chaplain there, observed and wrote in detail regarding the wildlife, countryside, and climate of the area. So he's actually doing a good job here. Okay. He wrote in great detail on the Milwaukee's in day-to-day activities, becoming the first person to make a written account of any of the distinct language groups in California there. So he actually contributed something from here. So even through the death, destruction, and stealing, a little bit of good came out of this. (laughs) Just a little bit. Um, July 23rd. So they've been there about a month and a half, a month and a few weeks there. Uh, The ship is readied for the return voyage. Drake and his crew left New Albion, uh, New Albion, this colony here. They decide to leave the Spanish frigate behind in the bay. <laughs> he gives the keys to the, the Milwaukee coast. Yours now, guy. Here, have fun with it. Uh, the Spanish are like, how did Milwaukee get our fucking ships? What the hell? Um, overall, the relations between the coastal Milwaukee and their visitors were peaceful and friendly. They said that the people seemed to exhibit distress when the people were sailing away, but I think that's bullshit, probably. They're like, whew, they're gone. All right, we're good here. Uh, so they are leaving, however... Not even a day after they've left California's coast, they pause their journey as they anchor their ships at the Farallon Islands, which is, I guess, just right off the coast of California here, where the crew hunts seal meat, and then they head out to the Pacific. They're like, let's go have some fun. Uh, I assume they probably were doing that just to stock up on fucking things before this long trip. Uh, Assertations that he left some of his men behind as a, quote, embryo colony are founded on the reduced numbers who were with him in the East Indies. He really has a reputation for leaving people behind. Oh, yeah. Um, now, this embryo colony, which is a term thing, just like leave a few people. Oh, yeah, come back 10 years later. It'll be a thriving community. <laughs> uh, actually has far-reaching historical consequences, unquote, here. Uh, even though Drake attempted no long-term presence in California here, yeah, and the English made no immediate follow-up to it, England still considered it its first assertion of sovereignty on the North American Pacific coast. So there's still, so they're saying this is our first colony here as a rejection. Wait, who's saying that? England, the English colony or the English empires. This idea promoted the idea of new Albion as the backside of Virginia, which does sound very sexual, but (laughs) it will be a thing we talk about in season two but what that means is england's presumed legal status of sea to sea when they make the virginia colony which we will talk about a little bit they use this as the other side of it saying we started here and here everything in the middle is ours too so the entire american continent would be england (laughs) and that's they use this colony colony in heavy air quotes as the backside of it its final piece of being influential or just a pain in the ass to everyone uh, came in negotiating the Oregon Treaty of 1846, which divided Oregon between Canada and the United States along the 49th parallel. England was using, like, hey, we have a colony there. That's part of, our, oh, part of us, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so they, that's just, like, their bullshit reason. Like, yeah, they were trying okay, to get everything that at, that, sense. at that point. Yeah, but the... Because the, I was like, what is the big deal? And with like, Oregon, yeah, because they okay. said they colonized it. But, yeah, so... Well, ref- that's the ref- only reason why we would know about this too. Ex- exactly, and because he's a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> now, winds were good enough to carry the ship 
across the southwest of the Pacific uh, so fast that he reached the Carolina Islands by October 13th. I guess that's good time. I don't know. I didn't I didn't do the timing myself. I'm sorry. Uh, quote, he made good time. That's what I, one quote I saw. He quote, he made good time. All right, good there. He stayed, or he landed at, and then he stayed on either the island of Palau or Yap. Y-A-P. Yap. Yeah. I'm going to go with Yap. But uh, two days after he got to this island, quote, they were met with some hostility from the natives who came in canoes in the hundreds. Hundreds I mean, of canoes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, from the, like what's going on so far, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's the, the more smaller ships you have, the better your naval strength is, is what we've learned yeah. so far. So He's fucked here. Dude, they can all just climb that I ship. Know. Like, <laughs> How long would it take to assemble hundreds of peoples in canoes? Yeah. And, uh, Holy shit, they had to carve oh all of those. <laughs> launch, 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 launch. Uh, just in rows. Damn it, one guy fell over and then 80 fell over in a domino effect. It was fucking weird. Um... <laughs> This led to some trouble, and fearing being overwhelmed, the English fired a number of rounds, killing or wounding about 20 or so of these people in canoes before the rest kind of sailed Uh, away. So (laughs) shoot the incoming (laughs) canoers. A week later, they're still, now they're in the like Pacific Islands. Okay. They've crossed the Pacific here when I was saying he made good time. He's crossed the Pacific. He's kind of bouncing around islands in the pacific so they're really just taking the he's, longest way possible when i say circumnavigation longest wrong yeah. way but yeah so he's is he doing this on purpose or? yeah it was a little bit of go and fuck with the spanish but when he found this route across the pacific to like another spanish colony he's like oh fuck yeah and you know mm-hmm. like that's the glory that like that's glory hole right there um i guess that was the wrong terminology but whatever <laughs> I gotcha, it's the same thing uh a week later they encountered a portuguese ship here um drake intended to capture this vessel and so a battle ensued uh but getting away from the attack here the portuguese ship moved into some coastal shoals and got itself stuck <laughs> so <laughs> idiot uh drake with a ship heavy laden with goods dared not enter for fear of running aground so he just continued he just left he's like fuck (laughs) it i don't care anymore uh he he rode he drove someone aground and then left them what an asshole leaves everyone behind (laughs) exactly he leaves everyone (laughs) behind drake having sailed past the southern point or southern part of the philippines he soon reached the Malaccas in Indo- Indonesia, so like the Spice Islands, pretty much. Mm-hmm. All these things here. Uh, they were known for their rich plantations of nutmeg and cloves here. Uh, the values of these spices were vi- virtually unknown to the English at the time. They didn't really know about this kind of stuff here. Oh, uh, they're in for a big surprise. Yeah. Whoa. This is I feel more... like if you've never like, I don't know, if you like with all like the fast food like restaurants bullshit we had, like you know your taste buds are so bland. I, back then nutmeg would be really cool to like discover it would be school and at the same time from that blandness your normal food then is pretty bland that's why spices are so like expensive because they add a little bit to the Mm -hmm. food there um drake uh was cautious about meeting further portuguese settlements he's like i could run aground here i don't know uh by mid 1575 most of the portuguese in the malacca's had already fallen to the natives, so the natives were kind of taking this back. Uh, the tribes and kingdoms here that had supported the Portuguese had virtually been uh, cornered, so they're kind of like 
it's a whole they're like oh my gosh a war's going on here we don't have anything to do with this um <laughs> november 3rd with the help of two fishing canoes we were once enemies canoes but now we are allies canoes um, <laughs> this is a fleet yeah this is a fleet <laughs> oh, wow they were able to guide the hind through like these kind of treacherous islands you know the passage. and this is the golden hind yeah the golden hind Why am i like envisioning like a giant's like mustard bottle like <laughs> i could see that yeah when you say golden hind i could definitely see that this is some pretty dank mustard man. yeah there you go uh drake arrives at turning on the volcanic island of oh jesus gamamala g-a-m-a-l-a-m-a that's like a fucking dragon ball z character right there uh drake was able to dock and the crew were welcomed by uh, the sultan babadula in a ceremonious courtesy in an old Portuguese castle. They're like, have a fun time here. Uh, <laughs> Drake there proclaimed himself no friend of the Portuguese, and the uh, sultan said that wasn't the question. Sir. No. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Uh, the sultan uh, controlled a large number of other islands in the area, then turn it, mm-hmm. and traded the best, uh, like traded in cloves, pretty much. Okay. Uh, Drake here learned of the high value and importance of cloves and other spices from the soul and he's like really nice oh cool what's uh, my selfish ulterior motive for this yeah Ooh, how can i benefit from this <laughs> uh you know who has a lot of money me um <laughs> it was around this time i have golden chains yeah look at these chains motherfucker <laughs> yeah. uh it was I'm around put a clock on it soon. <laughs> yeah i'm flavor flag uh it was around this time that diego dies from the wounds that he had sustained on Mocha Island. Oh, R.I.P. Diego. Uh, Drake was saddened as Diego had been invaluable to him, not just as a servant, but for his skills, diplomacy, and knowledge around South America. I feel like you're making up a lot of these names. Mocha Island. Mocha Island. I know. That sounds fake, but it's real. I promise you. And I make up all these random names and then go, Diego, and that's it. Um, uh, After the first round of negotiations... Badula, the sultan here, sent a large meal to Drake and his men of rice, chicken, sugar canes, other sugar, fruits, coconuts. Sugar would be the shit. Oh, yeah, like just straight sugar cane here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Drake was impressed with the sultan, noting the enormous respect that he enjoyed from his subjects. And then he started ripping every guy around him. He's like, you see what happens when you respect your leader, motherfucker? (laughs) You don't need to be head witches. Uh, (laughs) But they couldn't come to any real negotiating agreements. They really didn't have anything going on. Yeah. Uh, Drake resisted invitations to join in a campaign against the last remaining Portuguese fort in the area, uh, but his mission was to get back to England as soon as possible. He really wasn't doing a good job of that anyway, but he didn't want to get too much distracted here. (laughs) Um, Drake was able to trade around 10 tons of exotic spices. That's what he was able to trade for and bring back. Okay. got 10 tons. Most of this was enclosed, but included ginger, black pepper, and nutmeg. What if we never discovered ginger and they came up with another term to call redheaded people with freckles and not gingers? (laughs) (laughs) Wonder what that universe looks like there. Uh, uh, With so many cloves on board that were worth so much, Drake rewarded his crew with silver, which boosted their morale again. He was like, oh, wow, if I pay them. They'll be happy. I don't know. Uh, the Drake, uh, Drake and the Hind stayed for five more days before sailing away on November 10th. Uh, then they are starting to kind of go through the islands again here, uh, looking for a place to rest or sorry, looking for a place to quote trim and repair his last ship. I know trim just means repair the ship, but trim in other ways. Uh, Drake searched along the shores of an island of Celebas. 
unaware of the dangerous shores and natural underwater formations. Wouldn't you know it, January 8th, 1580, he subsequently became caught on a reef. <laughs> he has done everything wrong here. Um, after over two years... I'm surprised he's made this far. Yeah, he hasn't gotten stuck once before. Yeah. <laughs> after two year, over two years on the voyage, Fletcher, the priest, has had enough and vocally begins to preach his dissatisfaction with Drake's leadership. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, quote, in a sermon he preached regarding the grounding... Fletcher suggests that the ship's recent woes had resulted from the execution of Doherty, <laughs> which Drake promptly reclaimed as unjust. And who is this again saying this? The uh, Fletcher, the priest. The, the oh, priest. Okay. He's like, maybe if he hadn't killed him, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, it's like, you know, I watched uh, you do that. I watched you do this. And, you know, you're really just pushing your limit here. I gotta say something. Like, <laughs> and, and, and wouldn't you know, but after the sermon, Drake had Fletcher chained to a hatch cover and then <laughs> solemnly excommunicated. Weird. What a weird coincidence. <laughs> So this is just how, like that. He's dead. Well, he's no, he's just, uh, oh, he's just chained. He's just chained to a hatch cover. He's like, I'm covered in chains, motherfucker. I'll okay. cover you. Uh, <laughs> after dumping multiple tons of excessive spices and weaponry, I don't think you should be getting rid of that weaponry. Uh, the remaining sailors were able to free the ship from the Island. It took three days of getting shit off the, sh the ship. Really? Uh, yes. It took them three days to get that thing oh. unstuck. They headed then westward. Wait, was that all the treasure then? No, just enough to get it unstuck. Just the spices, pretty much. Okay. Because they didn't know how much it was going to be valuable. They knew how much the metal was going yeah. to be. So they were like, well, we'll take our, we'll take our chances here. So they uh, head westward. Uh, they're in the Indian Ocean now. Big old thing. Uh, I titled this section, quote, where the F are we? So wait, I'm trying to picture the map in my head. The so Indian they're kind of getting close to home though, right? Kind of, they're kind of they're underneath India now, so they're yeah. they're coming to known places and known yeah that's what I was saying yeah okay, like known, known places, voyages yeah. okay, and stuff cool. like that. Uh, bad weather, so some familiarity, and yeah, bad weather, confusing seas, and just pretty much a basic cartography of the area. So they only knew the real basics of this okay. caused Drake and his crew to be blown around the East Indies for over a month. <laughs> they were lost for a month now. Uh, March 11, 1580, they landed, oh God, Tijilashaba, T-J-I-L-A-T-J-A-P. That's the name. Okay, so they landed oh, off the coast of uh, Java. Which yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> landed off the coast of Java. Um, armed rowboats with men made their way onto the shore, being warmly received by the locals who showed them a place to find food and water. Oh, armed. Okay, let's show them, <laughs> show them where they look. Local rulers and elites only wanted their silks, of which Drake had plenty that they had taken from Mexico. They were like, oh, finally, we can get rid of these things. Crew stayed for two weeks, gathered supplies, and prepared for their journey back. Namely, they got rice, chicken, yams, beef, you know, food. Yeah. We don't want to die out there. Not fun. Uh, March 24th, <laughs> Uh, Drake sails off, and he catches a good wind, and he enters the in the Indian Ocean now. So okay. he's flying now. Uh, at this point, you kind of were just mentioning it, but he has roughly around 11,000 miles to go before he reaches England. Okay. Which sounds like a lot, but for voyages along coast, it, it doesn't go all that. <laughs> just like he goes back before he kills us somehow. Yeah, oh my God, before reason. we all fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, June 15th, uh, they round the Cape of Good Hope, so... 
the bottom of Africa right there. Nice. Right so they're there. really close. Okay. They're getting there. Yep. They feared severe storms here after reading accounts from Portuguese and Spanish sailors, uh, but they were happy to find they encountered good weather and a decent wind. Uh, they were like, oh my God, one thing went right. Uh, please tell me there's a twist. <laughs> oh, there is a little bit. Up the coast of Africa, their food and water supplies became kind of empty, having to sail nearly 9,700 miles without stopping. Yeah, but they only lost one man, which is okay. good Good progress there. July 22nd, the crew reaches... Wait, the, one man from since... Uh, since they left uh, the island in Java. So okay, the entire Indian Ocean. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, they sailed 9,700 miles. Compared to how this whole thing <laughs> yeah, started. Before, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finish strong. Uh, July 22nd, 1570. Uh, or... 1580 i'm sorry uh, so how long have they been on the road or i mean on, <laughs> on the road yeah they're on tour uh, a little over two again. years yeah on the road <laughs> uh the crew reaches the western tip of west africa uh, around what's today's sierra leone okay. um and they land they find some fresh water they get some fruit oh that's like northern west, west yeah right? yeah okay. it's like the bottom part uh they got some fruit water other provisions for almost all of the crew they encountered an elephant for the first time here. <laughs> they were like, can Actually, we eat that it? that would be really cool. That would be fucking freaky. Like, that thing's <laughs> Like, it just runs into your, your fucking uh, your camp just in the middle of the night. You would I mean, freak the fuck out. Actually, it's like, out of all the civilizations they visited, they, like, it's like, oh, let's check out these natives. Like, oh, there's people on giant <laughs> monsters. Like, <laughs> what you do on your trip? I ate everything around the world, pretty much. Uh, also, they encountered what they described as an oyster tree, which didn't have any leaves on it, but a bunch of oysters oysters i couldn't find what the fuck that was yeah but i don't know <laughs> i don't know uh they were able to repair the ship and once done they left two days later headed headed home they're going to the english channel this is their last <laughs> big chunk of uh sailing here mm -hmm. the final mile the final mile they're coming the home stretch here they're Ooh. coming home uh although they were approaching england drake and their crew had a they had a few concerns for their arrival back uh, since, you know, they had been gone a little while. Mm -hmm. uh, first off, the king of Spain, King Philip, uh, might have declared war on England as a result of Drake's <laughs> actions. They don't know. That could be an... You know, they did destroy a bunch of uh, Spanish things. Uh, <gasps> a, oh, uh, wait. Uh, so you're... you're okay, are so you these foreshadowing are, this is Well, no, I'm saying this is things that they don't know but could possibly be happening. Oh, so they so might be aware they, of it? Yeah, okay. they've been gone for a few years now. This is what they they don't know what's going on in Europe oh, because they're going around the okay. world. They don't really get. I'm actually updated. like happy. I don't know yeah. this history. Yeah. So like, <laughs> what could be happening? What could be happening is there could be a giant war going on. Mm -hmm. uh, what could have happened is Elizabeth could have been removed from the throne. So Ooh. the person who sent her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, you know, maybe Queen Mary Queen of Scots is, is still in the picture here. Okay. Um, so there's a lot to. They don't know what's going on here. Okay. There's a lot that's happening. Uh, before they officially reached england drake made sure to encounter some merchant vessels in the area just to kind of catch up see what's happening here uh september 26 1580 drake he comes into the english channel and he spots some english fishermen and he you know sails his boat over and he asks them some questions just to figure out what's happening here he asks them questions <laughs> like I go home? yeah He's what's like, going Whoa. on everything cool um he, first he asks who was on the throne uh, and then was England at peace? Elizabeth and I mean, we're always at war, but nothing too big. Okay, I think okay. we're good. <laughs> um, the fishermen informed him that, you know, all was well, nothing too big. But they were astonished to find that it was Drake. Um, <laughs> by the time, by this time, 
most in England had presumed him and all his men were dead. <laughs> when John Winter returned alone with the Elizabeth a year previously, they thought, oh, he's dead. Yeah. This guy's back. <laughs> they thought he had died a year and a half ago. That's a very safe assumption. Yeah. Though. Oh, my God. It's Francis Drake. Um, the fishermen sailed into Plymouth with Drake and the 59 remaining crew, uh, along with all their rich cargo and their spices and their captured, you know, whatever thing. So, um, <laughs> What happens next? So they arrived back. Somehow he sail- he survives this entire fucking thing. Drake not only became the first Englishman to circumnavigate the globe, he was the first Englishman to sail and see the Pacific and Indian Oceans as well as the South Atlantic. So he actually fucking expanded England's scope of the world vastly. Okay, so w- were they marking this down as they went then? Yeah, they were. They were recording and this they stuff. they didn't have this before? No, they didn't know. Like, they hadn't sent English people to this part of the world. Oh, it had only okay. been the Spanish. It had only been okay. the Portuguese. So now they're kind of as equal as, like, as a yeah. first world country. Yeah, they're, they're okay. sending people out to these parts of the world okay. here. So would they know what the other countries know? Yeah. Okay, or that's, I can they, see how they that can be good knowledge. Yeah, and Drake ends up having raided or plundered six coastal towns and having taken 13 ships plundering them using them and then pretty much just destroying them uh <laughs> he also ran and ground another 12 in callow itself so that one day he pretty much doubled his totals uh elizabeth was uh, awarded drake a knighthood aboard his ship in december or sorry not in december in deptford in april 1581 so a few months later um some French diplomat was there because Elizabeth was trying to get into a royal French family. She was, like, trying to okay. move in there. And having this diplomat there made it seem like France was standing by England and Drake for their actions. So that totally won't backfire on France. Okay, so wait. Um, who would that? Who would hate that? That's um, France and, like, England. Uh, probably Spain, mainly. Spain. Uh, they're kind of back and forth. Uh, so from what I got, the gist of this, like, England, Spain are just kind of really buddy heads in this situation. All of this was to fuck over Spain. Okay. Yep. Uh, The venture raised an enormous amount of money for the nation's coffers. As a result, the queen declared that all written accounts of Drake's voyage were to become the, quote, queen's secrets of the realm, which sounds like a a shitty history channel's (laughs) show. In addition, Drake and the other participants of his voyage were sworn to their secrecy on the pain of death. And they're like, we know that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she intended to keep Drake's activities away from Spain. Everything is, like I said, to fuck Spain over. Okay. Drake presented the queen with a jewel token uh, commemorating the circumnavigation not taken. Not a golden chain. Not a golden chain. <laughs> just a jewel. My lady. Uh, taken from the fire shitter. It was made out of gold. <laughs> and bore an African diamond and a ship with an ebony hull. For her part, I guess her part, I don't know, I guess on her part, uh, the queen gave Drake a jewel with her portrait, an unusual gift to bestow upon a commoner. Here's a picture with me. (laughs) Here's a picture of my head. Take it. I know you want it. As for the rewards, all the (laughs) investors were rewarded handsomely, except for one, uh, with a return of some 5,000%. Are we we mentioning the warlock? Yeah, that's Doherty. He was the one investor that didn't get rewarded handsomely. He should have just stayed home. He really should have. He he was the one that got fucked the most. They should have just left him on land, too. Like, what was the... There's no big deal in that. Yeah, just leave him home. Drake became incredibly rich and was also allowed to keep around 24,000 pounds of the treasure for himself and the crew, which is... fuck ton of money at that time so they all got rich yeah pretty much everyone did or some of the crew did but i guess with 56 people you can eat all get a good slice there yeah um 
He also became pretty powerful in politics. As well as being knighted, he became a favorite at the Queen's Court. He became mayor of Plymouth in 1581, and then mm. he went on to become a member of Parliament in 1581 and 1584. He'll have an effect in our first episode because of that. Uh, Drake's, oh, season two? Of season two, yes. Ooh. Drake's voyage would inspire generations of British explorers and sailors to seek out untold riches in the New World including multiple individuals that would be paramount in the creation of the British East India Company, which is a big thing. Also, a few colonies in America, getting the ball rolling on a four-century-long reign of English dominance. War between England and Spain officially began in 1585 okay. after the execution of Mary, Queen of Scots. So, they were a few okay. years before this, the war, but they were like, eh, we definitely helped out with that there. Okay. Uh, Random now, question. For yes. season two, are we going to mention this Nathan Drake? Or not Nathan Drake. Again, God. that's funny. Yes. Fra Francis Drake a lot. The, uh, the first episode or two, we're going to mention him okay. because he, like, so that's the end of the info here. Okay. Da -da oh, uh, that's the end of the episode. End of the episode. Da -da -da oh, no, uh, it's really good. <laughs> we got this some, kind of character. He's, he's a, a fucking insane. Oh, it, well, oh, my God. But, yeah, why <laughs> I mentioned him is... As I was doing, I wanted to do this episode myself because I thought he was insane and I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, that then, was a good story. And then as I was doing research for episode one, I find him connected to what I want to talk about Woo! there. So it's a great segue there. Uh, and like we had mentioned earlier, season two coming out soon. Mm -hmm. Hopefully January. We want to get it out then. Hopefully hold you over till then. Uh, best thing, everyone listening. Mm -hmm. Yes, you, listener. I'm talking to you right now. It's just <laughs> you and me. Nolan's not here right now. You might hear him laugh in the background, but he's not here. Or giggle. Or giggle. Or breathe awkwardly. Leave a review. <laughs> Five stars. Five stars. Uh, would be great. Leave a review. Leave a comment in there. Say, uh, you know, who's your favorite Drake? Drake or Francis Drake? <laughs> um... And if your max is only four stars, then do four stars. Yeah, but if your it's top five rating, available, then five, five stars, thumbs up, what have you. Review, recommend, anything like that. We fucking would love you mm -hmm. forever. Uh, we love those people so much. Uh, at Thanksgiving, I named every single one of those people and said I was thankful for them. <laughs> we only have about four reviews, so it didn't take too long. But I was Woo! thankful for them nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you guys can do that in the meantime, as I'm just working on... Season I'm, one here, Nolan's helping. I'm so helping. excited for season two. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're like gonna we said, season one, we figured out a lot. It was kind of just like figure it out as you go, but we're really happy to have like something in place for you guys in season yeah, two. Yeah, we want to have something fun. We want to have something informative. Mm -hmm. And like we always have, we have some fun tangents, fun, weird mm -hmm. connections to the modern day. It's going to be a good time. And like we had said, season two, American Revolution, kind of the founding of the country a little bit there. Uh it's going to be a fun little ride there. Uh, but we will see you guys there in a month or so. Uh, <laughs> January 2022, unfortunately, as close as that sounds. It's coming. It's going to be fun. It's going to mm -hmm. have a good time. Uh, you know, I know we're all still processing 2020. so it's, It'll take a while. 2024, <laughs> I'll probably be through 2020 there yeah. but on that I'm wonderful dating like 2019 on shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm the same way too 2018 what's up uh but i think that's a good place to kick off here but thank you guys so much for listening love leave, you all love you all leave dearly. a review mm -hmm. my name is paul i'm nolan meshke and this has been back row lessons Woohoo!